Ooh, I'm looking forward to it, Miss Tanika Drake. You already know. But you know what? I was hitting those high notes. Now I got a little freestyle for you. Ooh, Miss Tanika, Tanika Drake. She been doing it so real, never fake. She got such good vibes oozing out the phone that I feel so around when I am so alone. Picking me up when I'm down like, oh, Miss Tanika Drake, if they don't know, now they know. This is like a show promo. Enjoy it. Here we go with the ill type flow. What you saying? What you saying? I let it go. What you saying? What you saying? What you saying, Miss Tanika Drake? I let it go. Oh, I kill the rhyme slow. They be loving me and I let it like, oh. Yeah, you listening to Tanika Drake, ladies and gentlemen. Bang, bang. Good morning, everyone. It is July 10th, 2018. And whew, it's it's been a very... Um, let me say just a very unique um, revelation to me and discovery and, and just a lot of things have been going on, um, I guess, in my mind's eye and uh, just within inside of me. Some of it a little a little bit scary and some of it a little unsure. Uh, but today, <clears throat> this is going to be a series. I'm not sure what I'm going to call it exactly yet. But it seems like every time I get started to talk about something that's going to be a little challenging, my throat wants to act up. But no matter, um, we're going to go ahead and, and talk about one particular scripture and verses today. And I have some others written down for probably the extent of this week. Uh, but before we go... Um, I'm going to read the scripture first today. I believe that's um, what I'm going to do. And uh, hopefully this will prick a heart, change a mind, a spirit. And the things that are going on, uh, we just need to be aware. We need to keep our eyes open, our ears open, keep ourselves very, very in touch with the Lord, in touch with the word, in touch with our discernment, just just in touch with the real vine, um, not perpetration, not things that act like or are counterfeit to the real Jesus Christ, just to put that out there. So here we go. We're going to be reading from Matthew, the seventh chapter, verses 15 through the 16th verses. And here we go. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. But their fruit you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. And before I go forward, I'm just going to do a correction. I decided to read 15 through the 17th verses. And for the particular um, number, verses 15, verse 15, um, in the American Standard, um, it reads this. It says, Beware of the false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. Um, there are these different adjective words to describe how these people are. 
um, how they present themselves. They present themselves one way, but inside they are totally different and they are vicious. They are ferocious. They are ravenous and they mean extreme harm to, to the believers. And I, I mention this because there's been times when, um, I have even heard, I thought it was a mistake, but as I was studying and re researching and, and looking up some things, I found that there was a certain type of a movement, and I'll have to go back and get exactly what movement it was, but there was a movement that started discussing, um, well, calling believers sheep, and the way that they took the word sheep and what they utilized that they turned it around and started making it that Christian people, believers in Christ, were dumb people, not intelligent, not able to know anything, and that they put their brain somewhere else and they were just dumb as they come. And uh, meaning to say that they just needed to listen to everything that the pastor, the preacher, the reverend, or everything that person, that leader of that church said without question, whether it was wrong or right, they went along with it without question, whatever movement that is, I have to go find that movement again. And uh, that was not what God intended for the sheep illustration of the sheep and the shepherd to mean. The shepherd always has meant that the shepherd is to protect the sheep. The shepherd is to watch over, to guide, to provide, to give guidance to, love and care to the sheep, which is the believers of Christ, the believers in Christ. The shepherd's job is to make sure that there are no wolves coming to mess up the sheep, whether that is to isolate them, whether that is to hurt them, attack them, whatever that wolf wolf's plan is, that the shepherd can see and like, no, I'm going to need you to stay away from that sheep. You stay away from them. So the shepherd's job, God's job is to do that. But he has put shepherds in position. Now, there are false shepherds out here that are acting like they're protecting, but actually they are exploiting and actually they are abusive. And they are utilizing that poor, unintelligent um, way and demeaning, abusive mindset about the believers to essentially to trick, to abuse, to use them for all kinds of things, financial gain, whatever spiritual gifts that they have, they want to know what they can get out of that sheep. And those are not, I'm not talking about all the shepherds, I'm not talking all about all the pastors, I'm talking about the ones who are false. These particular people, they want to know the giftings of these people so that they can use it for their benefit. And what is that benefit? That benefit could be something for the church. That benefit could be for something financial. Whatever the benefit is, it's usually the benefit to that person and to how they're going to either grow their ministry, grow their congregation, grow something, fund something, whatever have you that they are trying to to find out about the particular person, these sheep, they want to know. And it's sad to me because there's a, a blatant exploitation of people in being vulnerable because they love God. These people love God. They go to church. 
They sit there underneath the word. They hear the word, come to find out that they've been sitting underneath false doctrine this entire time. And then for me as a believer to understand that I had done that for some period of time, it not only hurts, but it cuts. And when you have real people who come to tell you the truth, it cuts you so deep because you believed that you were sitting underneath real truth. But in matter of fact, you were not sitting underneath real truth. You were sitting under a lie. You were sitting under falseness. Your eyes had been blinded. You had been blinded. And then you sat there and you listened. But you know what? God is not to be mocked. He shall never be mocked. And it's this word. It's hard for me today. Because the church the people in it, they're being taken advantage of. Things are happening to our sheep, our people. And some of us that have the power to do things won't move. Some of us that have the power to change things won't change it. Now, I'm just a, a believer myself. And I come to share with you guys as much as God allows me to share that Jesus Christ is the only way. God would not want anyone to perish. Everyone starts to believe that God is this, this overlord, this terrible God that wants to see everyone go to hell. And that is just the farthest way. It's so far removed from the truth. He wants Everyone that shall not perish. You would not want one person to perish at all. But these false prophets, these, these fake people, there's so many of them now. People are becoming despondent. People are not being able to trust one another. And they're going out and they are deceiving many. And to watch and see what's happening, it hurts. But the only way that we can combat that is to go out and to speak the truth. No matter how hard it is, no matter what you feel that you want to be quiet and not say anything because you don't have the clout, you don't have the power, whatever reasoning in your mind that you think you can't be important in God's kingdom is a falsehood. It's absolutely false. God has given you the power. Jesus Christ liveth in you. And when he gives you that power, you need to tap into it. And I'm not talking about witchcraft. I'm not talking about any kind of spell binding, nothing like that. I'm talking into the real power of Jesus. So you call on him to help you utilize the Holy Spirit for what he is there for. The Holy Spirit is to reveal to you, to open your eyes, to give you the discernment. Do not fall prey and victim to those who keep telling you one thing and doing another. Do not fall prey victim to those who would harm you. This this message is this message is just that a message of love, a message of truth, a message that God loves you and would not want anyone to perish. Oh, let me take a minute. <clears throat> 
So on today, I got really emotional with this this particular message. And I don't want to be in emotion right now. I just want to share that God is a loving God. Yes, he is just. Yes, he is fair. Yes, he has his wrath. Yes, he will do judgment because he's God Almighty Father, the maker of, yes, heaven and earth and all that is in this great planet and universe beyond what we don't even know. But I will tell you, if you come onto this station, God loves you. He does not hate you. There are many, many sins that people have done. Many sins I am a sinner saved by his grace only that I am still a flawed person I am not perfect I will never claim that I have my own stumbling blocks and obstacles and each of us do but for those who are coming to know Jesus Christ or for those who may find themselves in a particular state of mind trying to figure out what's going on God is revealing things to you. The Holy Spirit is showing you things. And you need to take heed to what the message is that he's giving to you. So if he's giving you a particular message and it's stirring something inside your spirit as a warning or as something to pay attention to and look for further what you need to do, then I, I am suggesting to you that you listen to that discernment that you utilize that gift that God has given you and he gave it to you because there are people out there that come to do the bidding of the enemy. The enemy doesn't care how you feel. He doesn't care what you're going through. All he wants to do is kill, steal and destroy. However, he has to do it. If he has to sit you underneath a false prophet so you can have internal damnation, he will do it. If he has to show you a handsome man so you fall prey, beautiful woman, whatever the enemy wants to use, he's going to do it. Because don't forget, he hates us. He hate, hate, hate. He hates us. So while we want to get emotional or while we want to say, you know, that's not fair that this should happen. His job is to do just that. He doesn't care. So on today, I, I pray and I'm going to pray today that that our eyes would be opened. Our hearts would be open. Be very, be very diligent and watching, watching, listen, being prayerful and acting with your discernment. Do not let people force you to do things that are not of God. Do not let the traditions of how things have been done from past and days of old stop you from walking in the truth of God. God gives you your truth in him. You walk in that. So I pray on today that this word, this word that I share with you will truly encourage you because although there are false people around, Guess who's still in control? You got it. The good Lord, strong and mighty. God knows what's going on. We just have to do our part to stay in our word. Make sure you pray. Make sure you have your faith. Make sure you do whatever action he tells you to do. 
act when he tells you to act. Move when he tells you to move. Be obedient as he tells you to be obedient. And if you don't think that you are equipped to share the word of God, let me stop you for a minute. God has given you his power. You can share the word. You can share his word. And that's what we're supposed to do. So on this platform, doing my best to share it the best way I know how. Like I said, I'm not perfect. I am an imperfect, flawed individual. But I know who is perfect. Jesus Christ. Oh, yes, he is. And his love abounds for eternity. And what did he do for us? He sacrificed for us. He loves us. He loved you. He loves me. All those who that will believe in him and on Jesus. Look, it's there for you. The, the joy in Jesus Christ is there for you. The love is there. The peace is there. The grace and mercy is there for those that say, oh, you know what? I've done such terrible things. Tell it to Jesus. Cast every single care, anxiety, obstacle, whatever you're going through. Everything to him. Cast your cares on him. So I hope on today that you will just hear this word. Enjoy that Jesus has sacrificed for you. And do not let false people exploit you and have you go away that is contrary to what the word says and if it doesn't feel right and i'm not talking just about emotionally if it doesn't feel right in your spiritual body i'm talking about when you know the word and it, it sounds contrary sorry about that and so if it sounds contrary to what you know the word to say to be true then you need to move however you have to move you have to move and I don't know what God would tell you in this time in your life, whether <clears throat> you need to move to another church, whether you need to move to another state. I don't know what that is. But if God would have you to move somewhere, be obedient and follow what he's telling you. So my prayer is that you guys would actually get to know Jesus Christ and know that God is not wanting to see anybody and I mean anybody, go to hell. That is not his design. That is not his plan. That is not what he wants. So let us pray. And then I will leave you guys to have an amazing Tuesday. Dear Heavenly Father, <laughs> oh Lord, you are so awesome. God, I thank you for your word. I truly do. Without the word, I have no guidance. Without your love, I cannot know peace. I cannot know anything. Lord, I'm praying sincerely for those who are listening. And Lord, that you would help them to find Jesus, to know that you truly do love them and you do not want them to perish for all eternity into hell and cast into the lake of fire. That's not what you want. So, Lord God, I pray for them. I pray that they will find their own church and that they will use the discernment of the Holy Spirit to know what is fake and what is true and to keep their mind stayed on you. And if something doesn't sit well, Lord God, that they follow that 
that God-given intuition of discernment that you have placed in each and every one of us. And Lord God, help us to keep growing in discernment as we learn your word, go through your word. Lord God, that you would help us to become even more mature in your word so that we cannot fall prey to those sheep, those wolves in sheep's clothing coming to do harm and coming to lead and lead people astray and to deceive those who would listen. Lord, I thank you that your word is sharper than any two-edged sword. Lord, you are so worthy to be praised every day. So, Lord God, do a work in us today. Renew in us. Renew our minds and our hearts and our spirits. Keep us encouraged and uplifted every single day. Guide our paths, even when we don't know where we're going. Lord, God, just just guide us. Jehovah Ori, guide us. Let our path. Jehovah Shalom, you are the Prince of Peace. Jehovah Jireh, you are our provider. So, Lord God, let us lean to you for every single thing that we need in this life because nobody can provide like you can. Nobody can protect us the way you can. Let us stop depending on man and turn back to depend on you, Lord God. Thank you for the listeners. Thank you for this platform, Lord. And thank you for allowing me some time to share your word. In the name of your precious son, Yahshua, I say amen and amen. Lord, you are worthy on today. You're so worthy on today. Lord God, thank you for opening eyes and hearts and minds right now. Oh God, you're so amazing. Lord God, thank you. You're so amazing. I love you on today. You're so worthy. Thank you, Lord, that you saved an imperfect person such as myself. Lord God, I knew I wasn't worthy, but you found me worthy only through Jesus. Lord God, you're amazing. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. If I had a million tongues, I couldn't thank you enough, but I say thank you, Lord. Let all these listeners hear about you, Lord God. Get into their spirit, their minds, their hearts, their families. And Lord, protect them, cover them. And let not a fake person, that is a wolf in sheep clothing, go to harm them. And let not also, Lord God, a Judas goat come to lead them to slaughter. My prayer, Lord God, to you so holy and amazing forgive me for all wrongs that I've been doing against you and against my own body Lord God (laughs) you are worthy though you are worthy of the praise I love you Lord thank you amen you guys have an amazing Tuesday sorry my prayer kind of just did its own thing but (laughs) you guys have an amazing tuesday and i will be back on tomorrow god bless you each and every one take care This will probably be two messages since I have to uh, have a lot to say, but I just wanted to 
brief sum it up is I thought your last episode was really encouraging. Um, just got around to listening to it. And uh, yeah, it was uh, really, really encouraging for, for me because I was in a similar situation where, you know, uh, for good many years I was, I was uh, you know, going to churches that honestly weren't diving deep into the Bible like they should. Um, so I did, wasn't learning. I didn't really, you know, I didn't find the Bible too inter- interesting. I knew what was in it was true, but I never really was inspired to learn from it. And then we went to this new church and I discovered uh, Calvinism. Uh, and then, you know, I don't want to get into that debate there. But, uh, you know, I, when I got into that, it inspired this whole new sense of learning for me. So coming off from my last message, um, you know, so after I discovered you know, this church, what this church was teaching and agree or disagree with the doctrine. Um, but it was rooted entirely in a, this is what we believe the Bible says. Here's why, here's where you can find it. And, and like you said in your episode, I had to unlearn a lot of what I thought I knew about the Bible and about God. And it was really invigorating for me. I I loved learning and, and going deep in, but, um, in recent in the past year or so, it feels like I've kind of fallen off of that and just just have become stagnant. But your message of don't be, don't let it be overwhelming was also really encouraging because that's my fear. You know, it's like I should be doing better and I should be knowing more. But you know, maybe I shouldn't be afraid to just you know keep it small, start small again. And yeah, so thank you for that and God bless. Hey, GB. Are you going to help me say thank you to Tanika for her lovely call-in? Screen good? GB. Hey. Ah, there we go. Thank you, Tanika. That was very kind of you. I appreciate you listening to my stuff. I went and checked out yours as well. And it's it's cool. I'll, I'll have a bit more of a listen later on. So thank you for the feedback and for actually, actually listening. Yeah. GP says, you rock.